God bless you, and on behalf of World Harvest Ministries, I'd like to welcome you and thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is short, as during our time of praise and worship, the Spirit of God fell mightily upon the place we were at, and many lives were changed. But in today's sermon, Brother Marty talks about seeing the promises from afar off and believing that they would one day come true. You see, Jesus has promised us that he would one day return. And as the days go by and prophecy is being fulfilled, his return draws closer and closer. And as the Bible tells us, he who has an ear, let him hear to what the spirit of God is saying. Now, we hope this word awakens you and deepens your understanding in God's word. Now, let's tune in to today's message. It says that these all died in faith having not received the promises. But having seen them afar off, they were persuaded by them. They embraced them. And they confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. He's revealing something to his church in this hour, just as he did to all the great saints of faith in the days before. He's allowing us to glimpse something, only in our case, it's not as far off as it was for them. His coming is closer than you can possibly imagine, than I can possibly imagine. All you have to do is look around at this world and see what's going on. It's horrible. And it's, it's exponentially getting worse. That's a fancy word for it's climbing straight up. It's no longer going on a gradual progression towards horribleness. It's like a rocket. Do you remember in Genesis when God came down, they were trying to build a tower to the heavens. Isn't it interesting how all we want to do now is leave the planet? <laughs> we're trying to reach into the heavens again, but we're going to be brought down. Because they don't belong to the children of this world. The heavens, the universe, it belongs to the children of Almighty God. Hallelujah. But see, we, they saw something afar off. And then it says, it says, they were persuaded by what they saw. It's the walk of faith. The more and more they looked, in the distance, the closer it drew to them. You know how I know that? Because after they're persuaded, what do they do? They embrace it. <laughs> you can't embrace something if it's that far away. Paul talked about things in the spirit in this way. He said, though I'm absent in the body, I'm beholding you in the spirit. That's what it's like for us right now. I'm, I'm not trying to scare anybody, but the word that we've been speaking here, it's been very deep, and it's been granted by permission of the Lord, at least as it pertains to my abilities or lack thereof to declare it. However, the spirit of the word is this. Church, get ready. Prepare. That glory that we felt earlier just a few moments ago, that's the presence of God that invades a space. Let me tell you something. That's so rare nowadays. 
I mean, not something worked up, because we didn't work it up, you know. His presence is here with us right now. And he wants to move among us. And we're going to need that reliance upon his spirit in a way that we've never known before. They're coming for us. Ah, man, I'm not trying to scare you. Jesus said, in the world, you're going to have tribulation. But fear not, right? Why? I've overcome the world. Hallelujah. He said, let not your heart be troubled. He said, you believe in God. Jesus speaking, he says, believe also in me. In my father's house, he said, there's many mansions. He said, behold, I go to prepare a place for you. That where I am, hallelujah, there may you be also. And he didn't stop there, right? He said, if I go to prepare a place for you, he said, I'm going to come back and get you. <laughs> That's what we are feeling around the world. Those of you that are spiritual, that is, those of you listening around the world, that's what you're beginning to sense. The closer we get to the coming of the Lord, the more it'll feel. You ever see those blimps that fly over them football games and stuff? If you've ever actually seen one, they, I used to see them in Long Beach all the time. They hold them down with these ropes, you know, but the blimp's like trying to fly away, right? He's just kind of floating up there. That's kind of what it feels like to me in the spirit. Especially me, I'm a blimp, right? So I'm like, I'm like <laughs> but the cords that are holding us are about to be broken free. Hallelujah. What did he say? They that wait upon the Lord, they shall mount up with wings like eagles. Hallelujah. And that day that's soon to come, that's why he goes on to say, they're going to run and they won't be weary. We saw glimpses of it with Elijah, remember? He, he outran a, the king's chariot 20 miles. He ran 20 miles. When the king finally pulled up 20 miles later, Elijah's there filing his nails. Where you been, king? <laughs> that's the glory of God. Hallelujah, right? That we're headed to a faraway place. You really believe that, Brother Morty? Absolutely. I don't want to stay here. I mean, there's some nice places. Cardinal Village is one of them. The waterfalls, the mountain. But my Bible tells me of a place where the streets are made of gold. <laughs> where the redeemed of the Lord are gathered. Where they see him and they're overcome with the glory and the beauty of his majesty. For they, they saw his promises and they were persuaded by them and they embraced them. And, and so he calls us home. He's calling us. He's calling us. For 2,000 years, he has been calling. And now what he's saying is, hurry, hurry, hurry. At the end of the harvest, 
the Jewish people at the end of the harvest in the summer, the rabbis would all gather into the synagogues across the land and they would blow the trumpet. And those that were in the field working and harvesting, they would know by that initial trumpet blast that the harvest was coming to an end. And so it was a signal for them to hurry up and do what they needed to do to gather in the harvest. So that is what the Spirit of God is saying to us. Hurry up and do what you got to do. Pray for who you got to pray for. Do what you got to do. Because the door's closing. The death angel is coming. But everyone that's in the house with the blood applied to the door, they're safe. When the death angel went through Egypt that night, I don't know what it must have been like. I've only imagined what it could have been like as they heard the shrieks, the sounds, the cries of the nation of Egypt, which is a type of the world. The judgment came. All that were under the blood were safe, a type of salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ. But in the morning, I don't know what it must have been like, but did they open that door and turn back and say, it's okay. Maybe an Egyptian came running by, afraid of them. I know they could still smell in the air the, the smell of roasted lamb from the Passover the night before. And suddenly, after all those years of bondage, they were free. See, there's coming a day very soon when we will recognize when he calls us home that we've been under the bondage of this world, but our heavenly Moses is coming to set us free. Let my people go. Hallelujah. 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 See, they that say such things, they're strangers and pilgrims on the earth. I don't know, man, but the more I'm walking with Jesus, the less and less I feel familiar with this world. I don't like it anymore. The only reason I like to go to a movie is because I love their hot dogs and popcorn. <laughs> as you can tell. But you know what? I can't even go anymore. So I've had to go buy Hebrew nationals. <laughs> Eat them at home. Even the, even the cartoon rated G has been turned into something horrible now. I was watching, the last movie I went to see was called Pets 2. You know, I thought, that'll be all right. It's got to be all right. And the movie was cute and it was great and I was actually shocked, nothing terrible. But until they get to the end and they take this pretty little bunny and suddenly they stick it in your face and turn it into a cross-dressing bunny. And I went, okay, the Lord, that's it. I can't do this anymore. I can't even go find the simplest little thing. Because this world is corrupt. And it's passing away. And it's losing its allure. Now, I'm not trying to put a trip on you. I mean, you do what you got to do. All I know is if I want his presence the way I'm hungering for it, 
he's beginning to speak to me and say, you know, maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Or maybe that thing that you used to wink at or just, you know, didn't seem to bother you, but now it's bothering you. Why is it bothering you? Because I'm preparing you. The bride has made herself ready. Jesus said, "There's a, many are called, but few are the chosen. I remember, speaking of movies, I remember one of my favorite movies when I was a teenager was uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Anybody ever see that in here? I know I'm dating myself. But, but there's a scene in that movie where, where he gets hit with this light. And it's the aliens, of course, we're not talking about aliens, but I mean, for a principle here, I probably shouldn't have started this. But <laughs> the whole movie, he's being driven, and he doesn't know why, but something's got a hold of him, and he's being driven for an appointment that he's headed to, where he'll be carried away, and he goes off into space, right? Well, it's kind of like that. He is speaking... And there's something stirring. And what it really is, is you're being invited to something grand and something glorious. They should not be able to recognize us when we walk into a crowd of worldly people. I was talking about prayers earlier. Boy, that went over like a lead balloon. I was, <laughs> I was talking about prayers earlier. Even when I had not yet come out from the world, and, but God was already dealing with me. My grandmother was praying for me. And I used to go into the clubs to go party. And, and, and it was like, like the glory of God from her prayers was resting on me because everybody in the club would look at me and go, you don't belong with us. As, as much as I tried to enter in. Well, now that I'm saved and full of the Holy Spirit, people in the world that are full of the devil, they should be uncomfortable around you. This is the mistake of the church. It's, it's worked overtime to try and get just like the world, as close as they can get to the world in the hopes of winning the world. Are you crazy? Lot pitched his tent towards Sodom, and after a little bit, he's all up in that city. strangers and the closer we get which isn't too many days from now we're going to look less and less like them and more and more like Jesus hallelujah we're pilgrims he says and then this is what he says and I, he says because people that say such things they declare plainly what that they seek a country I shouldn't guess what it is you're looking for. It says they declare plainly. My hope isn't in the Republican Party. My hope isn't in the Democratic Party, the Independent Party, the Socialist Party, the Communist Party, the Fascist Party. Name whatever party you want. My hope is not in this world. I'm looking, at a, I'm looking for a country whose king is full of righteousness. Mm -hmm. The government of God is on his shoulders. His name is Jesus. He is the Prince of Peace, the ruler of all things. 
that's my government, that's my country. And, and, and by the way, world, <laughs> I'm no longer what I used to be. I'm a new creation in Christ, and I've been sent to this earth as an ambassador of him, and I come to tell you, it's all going to be done away with. But you have time, you have time, you have time. If you want to come home with us, you can, because Jesus paid the price for you. They declare plainly that they seek a country. Are you seeking that country? Am I? This is the key. Truly, had they been mindful of the country from whence they came out, they might have had an opportunity to go back to it. When Jesus gets a hold of your life truly, and he begins to work upon us, we lose all attachments to that place we've been called out of. Because if we don't, the devil will use it as an occasion to begin to lure you back. It wasn't so bad. Well, maybe if you just make a few adjustments. You know, you messed up because you did this, this, and this, but now you know better. So you won't do it next time. Come on, you can still handle it. No. These kind of people, they cut all ties. I remember when God delivered me from some things and some relationships. First thing he had me do was delete anybody that would have any remote possibility of reaching out and touching me. I hit the delete button. <laughs> if they'd been mindful from that country where they had come out of, they might have had an opportunity to return. Turn, but he says, but now they desire. What do you desire tonight? Do you see the progression? It starts by seeing as they continue to look they begin to be persuaded. That's the work of the Spirit. And that draws His presence to you. They embrace it. Once they embrace it, they know it. They begin to confess it. For they've cut everything behind them. And now they're strangers and pilgrims seeking and desiring a heavenly country. <laughs> now they desire a better country and what is that country? A heavenly country. And then he says what? Because of this, God is not ashamed to be called your God. That's my son. That's my daughter. Those are my people. And then he closes by saying, and the truth is, he has prepared for them a city. Hallelujah. Where the saints of God are. Amen. We're going home soon. Can you feel it? Yeah. Would you stand to your feet? Let's pray. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for the victories that were won here tonight. We thank you for the prayers that you answered. Even now, your angels are working upon behalf of your people and those listening by way of the internet. Father, we thank you for changing us. Help us, O oh Lord, to be conformed to the image of thy dear Son and help us to go forward with your glory within us and upon us to make a difference while we still can. We pray unto thee, O oh Father, that you would send our Lord soon 
And Lord, we pray for our families and our loved ones that they would also be included in this number. Oh, Father, we know time is running out. Help us, therefore, oh Lord, to set our sights on things above and not on things below, that we may walk worthy of the Lord, being fruitful in every good work and pleasing to the Lord, increasing in the knowledge of God. We bless the Almighty God and we bless your people. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise and thanks. And all God's people said, Amen and Amen. Once again, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to today's message. Don't forget to subscribe for the latest message. And if you would like more information about our ministry or would like to give, you can visit us at www.worldharvestministries.net. Thank you so much for your prayers and support. And as we say here at World Harvest Ministries, keep looking up. God bless.